What's going on, people? It is I, it is me, Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality, and you're back for episode two of season two of Brother DSP Speaks, man. Um, seen the numbers. Um, wow. Thank you. Um, y'all tapped in. Like, I didn't know y'all was going to tap in like that. And I hope, I, I really hope I did keep y'all entertained because that was a, a pretty long episode. I didn't expect it to go that long, but when I got into my own uh, personal situation, it was a little longer than I expected. But I did not want to cut it out because I felt it was super genuine. Um, so I, I saw the numbers and thank you, man. I got another good one here for you. Um, catering the Conservative Corp in America. I hope that last episode gave context. And... Um, with that, uh, this episode hits a little harder with that context because you see my, you heard my situation. So when I come back and talk about it here, you'll be like, yeah, he knows what he's talking about. You know what I mean? Because he kind of broke it down the first episode. So if you didn't, if this is your first time tapping in to Brother DSP Speaks Season 2, please go back to the first episode because I might lose you this episode and I don't want to lose you um I, I I really don't want to lose you on this one so please just pause this and, or stop this and then go to episode one tap in and um listen to that episode come back to this one it's it's a it's a lot shorter than that episode and, and really really dive in into this topic like I said this topic is um catering to conservative corporate America um I explain what it is. I mention the platforms that cater and I, I kind of discuss why. I give my speculation on why. Um, quick breakdown of the episode. Um, I got this me. This is me, of course, introducing the show. And then um, get into the ad. Then we get into the meat and potatoes of the show. You know what I mean? Uh. <laughs> I love this album But um After that We get into another ad Then I come back Close out the show And then I bring up The next episode This next episode I feel Was very Uh It was needed to be discussed You know what I'm saying I'm not gonna mention what it is now Because I want you to be 
I want you to, to dive into what I'm talking about here. And then at the end of the show, I'll tell y'all um, what I was, what the next episode is going to be. So thank you for listening. This is episode two, Catering Conservative Corporate America. And um, let's get into this ad, baby. Culture Wings. If you're looking for flavorful wings in the Rockland County, New York area, we've got the place for you. Give them a follow on Instagram at FTC Wings. Again, that's at FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Place your order in the DMs or give them a call at 845-200-1600. Free delivery to those who are in the Havistraw and West Havistraw area. Please be sure to vote weekly on their Instagram page for the sauce of the week. Thai chili, honey barbecue, Cajun, lemon pepper, and garlic parm are the weekly wing flavors. Eight piece for $7, eight piece combo for $10. 16 piece for $14, 16 piece combo for $17. 24 piece for $21, 24 piece combo for $24. An order of fries is $3, loaded fries for $5. Mozzarella sticks are also an option. Eight for $5, 16 for $10. Beverages are all $1, which includes Coke, Sprite, and water. They have catering options as well. Please be sure to use the Blast Podcast promo code to get a free order of fries. Orders are taken only on Sundays from 12 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. These wings sell out fast, so don't miss out on the opportunity to taste the best wings in Rockland County, New York. Remember the name, Culture Wings. Yeah, what up, y'all? It's the homie Kazaya B. Ills. And when I ain't in the lab, I'm tuned in to the homie DSP at the Blast Podcast. Hey, hey, man. Say less. Cook up. We bike, we bike, we bike, we bike. What's going on, man? Another installment of Brother DSP Speaks Season 2. Like I said earlier, uh, catering to conservative corporate America. Uh, I don't have any personal experiences with this, so you won't be hearing any uh, personal um, experiences uh, with catering to conservative corporate America because I don't cater to conservative corporate America because I know that's a thing. You know what I mean? Um A lot of people are like, what the what the hell does he mean by catering to conservative corporate America? What 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 the hell is he talking about? What the Who's catering? Why are they catering? That's what I'm gonna talk about. Uh first I gotta well I mean if you dang, how do I say this? If um if you don't know about the subject matter of corporate bigotry or corporate America bigotry, um, go to my first episode of season two, please, of season two, because I have a whole other season and I don't want you going back, back to the very, very first episode because this, this season is a little more political than the last one. The last one, it was more or less me going on a joyride talking dolo but this one's super super political um the first one was political but it was um there was a lot of personal 
um, things in there. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it wasn't too long of an episode because um, I had to give my personal story and had to put the emotions in there. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it for real though. Um, so if you understand corporate bigotry, you understand the bias that plays in corporate America. Now, once I put the word conservative in there, we're talking more or less right wing ideology, school of thought, um, way of life. Wow. However, however you want to word it. Um, I'm not saying that. These platforms do not cater to the liberal side, but they know if conservative America, conservative corporate America is all in with that, they're good because their bottom line won't be affected by the people that may get offended by the product on their platform. You know what I'm saying? Um, because like I said, um, Corporate America is, let, let me reword this, bigotry is fully ingratiated in corporate America. That's what I want to say. Bigotry is ingratiated in corporate America. So now if we're talking about conservative corporate America, hot diggity dog, what the fuck? Imagine that. And now you're talking about catering, platforms of catering to this school of thought, this way of life? Yes. All right? There are platforms. But I, I, I want you to understand where I'm going with this conservative corporate America. It's a very bigoted, biased, racist side of America. And don't get it twisted. Liberals are just as bad. They're more like uh, wolves in sheep's clothing. Uh, conservatives are just wolves. You know what I'm saying? By now, you guys know where I stand politically. I'm independent. Nobody's going to tell me anything. I have my own views. I have my own school of thought. You know what I mean? So my own way of life, though, though my own way of moving. Uh, so... The big money is in conservative corporate America. This is not me bigging anybody up. This is not me um, def feeling defeated. This is me keeping it a, all the way of being with you. Um, conservative corporate America, they'll invest. They'll spend. They'll, they'll even uh, market. They'll even market you. If they like your product, if your product is something that appeases their confirmation bias, um, that, that appeases their preconceived notions of certain things. And like I said, these people I'm talking about are very bigoted, very biased, and very racist. And when I say all three, it's not me using it uh, synonymously. It's me giving you um, the different mindsets of the people that I'm speaking of. Okay? Um, before I mentioned platforms. Platforms that cater to 
It's the confirmation bias that to appease the confirmation bias, the, the preconceived notions that people may have. There's the stereotypes that they, they believe exist. That no, or more, 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 should I say more or less, not exist, but everybody within that collective uh, fits that stereotype. The broad brush uh, theory or uh, whatever you want to call it. I, I'll go th theory, broad brush, the broad brush theory. Basically, when I say that, it's basically when someone uses a few occasions with a particular collective of people and try to say, well, all of y'all must be like that. Nah, that's not the case. You know what I mean? Black people don't like it when it's done to them. Um, white people don't neither. Because if somebody were to say, yeah, all white people are racist, they'll lose their fucking minds. You know what I'm saying? So you'll even have some black people go crazy too with that statement. Yeah, you'll. You, I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, but like I was saying, conservative corporate America is... Oh, what's the word I can say? Oh, like... I think if I mention the particular platforms, I think you'll understand the gravity of this conversation. Like, you know, the, the CNNs, they have particular shows on there that cater to conservative America. They try to say their objective is because the way they display how their objective is, well, one show will cater to liberals, one show will cater to conservatives, a show will have um, debates between liberals and conservatives. You know what I mean? You guys know what I'm talking about. CNN, Fox, um, MSNBC. Uh, uh, there's another one I can't remember right now. But the, all these platforms are corporate America. And I like to use conservative because I think it hits harder. Because liberal America, they'll act like, nah, you know... We like it because it's entertaining. I, we know that. We know that. But why do you like it so much? Why do you like it more than some of the people that it's about? You know what I mean? I know I'm being super vague and they'll be like, yo, what is he talking about? Will he hurry up and mention the damn platforms already? <laughs> I mentioned some of the um, the bigger, you know what I mean? I wanted to show you how big the catering is. You know what I mean? But, like, there's some of them that are on the come-up. Like, well, not even a come-up because you've seen, you guys know about empire. You guys know about power. You know what I mean? Power. I don't even want to fucking get into a um, show review or anything like that. But watching power, I've seen a lot of stereotypes. You know what I mean? And I know people are entertained by that. Another show I can talk about, Empire. Mad stereotypes in that. But people love that shit. One thing I found out about both of those shows, though, in conversation, in um, listening in on conversation, I noticed that there's a lot of white people that watch that shit. Because, me speculating here, of course, 
I believe they think it's giving them some sort of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some sort of, I guess, perspective or some sort of point of view into our culture, I guess. And I hate to use the word culture because when we say culture, we have to be more specific. Are we talking the hip hop culture? Are we talking about the street culture? Are we talking about culture culture? What culture are we talking about? A lot of people are very vague. Oh, I'm doing this for the culture. Are you? What culture? Are you doing it for African culture? What fucking culture are you doing it for? You have to be more specific these days. So I don't want to use the word culture. But they think they're getting a a view because of the great actors that usually get on the show, the great jobs that they do on the show. Well, maybe not power. Um, but I'm, t- I'm talking about, you know, Omari Hardwick, he's a great actor. Um... A lot of the other people that may have like appeared, get made guest appearances here and there. I didn't watch all of the show, the all the seasons. Um, I couldn't get into that show like that. I guess I was too conscious to get into that show, because it's crazy. Well, no, I watched The Wire before I got conscious, and The Wire, um, that that was more or less like. The Wire was more like a documentary. It wasn't like Power. Power, Power, the, the, some of the shit is so over the top. I'm sitting there like, really? Stop it. Get out of here. You know what I mean? And the acting isn't that great. Some of y'all need to stop fronting like the acting is great on that show. The acting isn't that great, but I'm not here to review the show. That's what I said I wasn't going to do. Um, but a lot of white people watch the show and they think it's like a, a bird's eye view into who we are. And that's <laughs> that's far from the fucking truth. You know what I mean? Um, other platforms that cater. Vlad TV. No Jumper. Two platforms that cater to conservative corporate America. No, no Jumper is more or less on the come up. But they're doing their thing. They get guests. You know what I'm saying? But some of the... Uh, some of the things that they do, because I'm not here to critique how they do. I'm not here to tell anybody how to do their business. If that's how you feel you got to do your business, then rock on because you're doing OK. Right. Um, but like some things they've done, I won't I won't get specific. How about that? Something they've done. It made me it give me it gave me a reason to pause like, ah, man, time to unfollow and unsubscribe. Because this is looking nasty. And to be honest with you, I think I think No Jumper uh, stopped talking to hip-hop artists. I'm, I, I might be wrong. I'm not sure. Because the last one I saw was with um, Benny. And of course, it was Benny. I had to watch. You know what I mean? Um, you guys know I'm a, I'm a Benny fan, Conway fan, West Side Gun fan. Fan of the Griselda Records, period. So um, I had to watch it. See what Benny was talking about. And um, the whole Vlad TV thing with Minister Farrakhan. Like, if you don't, whether, no matter how you feel about Minister Farrakhan, 
if you didn't see as a sort of like an attempt to to begin a smear campaign or to actually be a part of because Minister Farrakhan is always being attacked. I'm not part of the Nation of Islam or the Fruits of Islam, so I wouldn't know how often he's attacked. But I know when every now and then when I see it, I'm like, golly, again? Y'all must not know this man is a fortress. You're not taking him down that easily. It's that simple. But hey, um, like these platforms are catering to these bigoted, biased, and racist people, investors. And um, as long as they have these investors, guess what? They're still going to put out that type of content. Because me being a content creator, once you find out what it is that the people want to do, um, not even what the people want to do, I'm sorry. I misspoke. What the people want to see, want to hear, you know, that's what you're going to continue to give them. You're not going to just stop doing exactly what they want and force feed them something else that they don't want. You're going to continue to give them that. And if conservative corporate America wants you to continue to appease their confirmation bias, Guess what? That's what the fuck you're going to do if they're investing in your content, if they're investing in your company, if they're investing in your platform. <laughs> That's why Vlad TV feels he can do what he do. That's why No Jumpers feel they, they can do what they do. That's why Empire and Power did the numbers that they did. Now, <clears throat> the question that bugged me is this one. Why? Why? Um, why cater to this particular group of people? If you're really about the culture, if you're really about um, I used the word culture again, didn't I? If you're really about the people that you want to represent in a proper manner and you want them to absorb this uh, proper representation of who they are, you wouldn't want to cater to conservative corporate America. You, want to, you would want to, uh, you want to cater to your people and your people to take care of you. Ask Tyler Perry. Ask Tyler Perry. Your people will take care of you. It's that simple. Make, make, make the content that they want and your people will take care of you. So why do these people feel they need to cater to them? I, could, I, could only, I only have one speculation, y'all. One simple speculation. Uh, they might be of that school of thought. They may be a part of that way of thinking. They may be um, a bigot, biased, a racist. You know? Maybe that's what they are. And they feel, since they grew up in the culture, I keep using that word culture, grew up in the hip-hop culture, I need to be specific. 
They feel that. They could come within this culture and um, commentate. Direct narrative. Uh, it, it, it's, 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 this, that's my speculation. I feel that they were part of that school of thought and they have their platform and now they could amplify that way of thinking times 10. But like, yo, look at these people that I keep bringing in. They may not look like me, but don't you notice all their stories are the same? Told you they're all the same. You know what I mean? Let's not, let's not forget, Vlad TV used to get people jammed up. Yes, the artists are foolish enough to answer the question, but why ask that? There's tens and thousands of other questions you could ask the artists. Why would you want to ask them about their past transgressions? Especially if they're still a case. And then the Minister Farrakhan shit. Like, he really legit tried to start a smear campaign on someone that was very, um, who was a strong proponent within the hip-hop culture. Because if I remember correctly, Farrakhan uh, held a meeting with East Coast and West Coast rappers and was like, yo, this is slave mentality. We need to stop this. <laughs> Farrakhan didn't have to do that. Let's keep it on it. Farrakhan did not have to do that. When I saw that, I was like, all right, he's cool with me. For him to come to the hip hop culture and see that there was probably a uh, situation that was about to brew through manipulation of the media. He was like, nah, let me let me go talk to my brothers. Let me talk to my brothers. The highest form of understanding is love. You know what I mean? Let me talk to my brothers. He told him, yo, chill. This is slave mentality. This can get ugly. People can really start dying here. So to have someone that's not even a strong enough proponent within the hip-hop culture to critique someone that is a very strong proponent within the hip-hop culture, it's kind of nasty. And the way he went about it was nasty. And the simple fact that he didn't want to apologize was nasty. Because he, he considers himself a journalist. As you all know, I do not ever call myself a journalist. Because I never went to school for the credentials. If, if The reason why I res, I, I'm respecting... It's not I'm respecting so much the, the paper. I'm respecting the people that busted their ass every day to get that paper. The paper is just a symbol of their work. They know what they went through. So out of, out of respect to them, I'm not going to call myself a journalist because I didn't do the work that they did. I didn't go to the years of school that they did. So I won't call myself a journalist. I'll call myself a media personality all day. But a journalist, no. He calls himself a journalist. And um, as a journalist, when you misquote, when you misrepresent, you have to apologize. Any news platform, any journalist that's misquoted, misrepresented, any of their uh, guests, uh, the person they were interviewing, 
they always apologize. Or whoever they were covering, they always apologize. But for some reason, this man felt that he did not have to apologize. Had brothers arguing amongst themselves, Royce the Five Nine and Mike Song, and, and it was so crazy because like my son, who I respect all the way out this atmosphere, um, he didn't see what Royce was trying to tell him. It was like, yo, this dude is really like comfortable in here. And he's feeling that way because of you. Like you are a general in this hip hop culture. And him standing next to you, he feel he can do whatever you, he want. And you, by saying that he doesn't have to apologize to Farrakhan, it, it's damaging. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. He should have apologized. He's not going to apologize. So fuck Vlad TV all day, every day. You know what I mean? But y'all, I think if you if you day ones, you've heard me say this several times. Um, as far back as um when I had a co-host, that's 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 how far back it goes. But um, I believe the reason why they cater to conservative corporate America is because they are <laughs> conservative corporate America, and they're just creating a platform within a culture that they don't really give a shit about. You know what I mean? Catering to conservative corporate America, y'all. Beware of these platforms. Beware when you see a whole bunch of stereotypes. Um, when you hear a lot of preconceived notions by the, 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 uh, the narrators of the platform. Just just pay close attention to that type of thing and then pay attention to the people that love it. And I mean the people that don't necessarily look like you. See how other collectives feel about it. And then you'll understand what I'm talking about in this episode. You know what? You should come back to this episode and listen to it again. <laughs> Cheap plug, you know what I mean? But not for real. You'll understand fully what I'm saying. Thank you for tapping in. We're about to get into an ad, and then I'm coming right back to close out the show. Be right back. McChrissy's, a Rockland County independent food service company, popularly known for their variety of Rasta pasta. They offer several options for your liking, whether it's chicken, shrimp, beef, or veggies, they've got you covered. They also take special orders such as red snapper or salmon dinners. Options tend to change up. You may have the opportunity to try their macaroni or their wings. Give them a follow on IG at McChrissy's. That's at M-I-C-K-C-H-R-I-S-S-I-S. -S -S -S. And tell them the Blast Podcast sent you. Yo, I hope you guys truly enjoyed that episode. Like I said, it wasn't as long as the first one, right? Um, I got right to the topic, right at hand. I know I was vague for a little bit, made you wait for the mention of the platforms, but I was just cooking, you know what I'm saying? So thank you for tapping in. Um, but I want to get right to it and, and discuss what the next topic is going to be. 
um, protect black women. Um, I'm sorry if I lose you on that episode, but I, I feel I have to discuss this as a man, as a black man. Um, many black men like to many black men like to avoid discussing this. I don't know why. It baffles me at times, but I'm not here to speculate on why um, certain men do certain things. You know what I mean? But I feel I have to discuss this. I came from a black woman. I was raised by a black woman. Uh, so I feel that I I have to discuss this. Um. So please tap in next week, man. Uh, protecting black women is the topic. Protect black women. I'm excited. I, I, I can't wait for y'all to hear this one. So please be sure to tap in. Thank you for listening to season two of Brother DSP Speaks, episode two. I'm about to get on out of here, man. I do a lot of talking. Peace, family.